Are we here? We are here. I'm not going to bang the table. Put my hands down here where no one can see them. That would be a good idea, Zach. Hello there and welcome to Mark and Zach in Real Life, episode two. And uh, as promised last week, we're talking about rebellion this week. Uh, my name is Zach and uh, I'm joined as ever by my colleague, cohort, partner in crime, Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello, Zach. Here we are again. Here we are again. Back for uh, for more. For more. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, this so last week uh, was an interesting one. We led into rebellion. We go. We're talking about school and sort of things that might have influenced us and influenced our behaviour, whether I suppose that's good or bad. Um, I mean, mainly focusing is rebellion good or bad? I don't know. Um, but one one question, the question. Asked, question: Should you desire to answer it? Is re- being rebellious good or bad? Yeah, put your answers somewhere in our um in our comments and let us know dear listener um one thing i did want to ask mark is you're you're not a fan of star wars are you from what i remember i mean i watched it growing up when it was uh the original version with was it uh william shatner and uh leonard nimoy or whoever oh yeah oh that's star trek oh god yeah, well, that just shows you how much so I'm really good. not into that stuff at all. No, no. yeah, I, I actually I don't think I ever was into it, even growing up. I just wasn't my wasn't my you know my cup of tea. I don't think. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting how um, you sort of different parts of pop culture influence you. I and mean, the only reason I bring it up is because I, thinking about the content for this episode, I was thinking that I think. Star Wars with um, Luke Skywalker and all those characters was my first, the first time I learned about rebels, about a rebellion, and they were rebelling against the Empire. Uh, mm. I was five years old when that film came out, and I, I, I always saw rebels as the good, good guys. But in reality, as, as I've got older and realised that the Empire is Western western sort of uh societies rebels are seen as the bad guys the sort of you know the the little group of militant um bunch of bunch of people trying to change change things or i'm getting confused with the uh the whole idea I don't think I don't think that's true. I think uh, most rebels are the people trying to change or break or fight against the system, aren't they? Rebel against the system, and the system, in most cases, is that good? I I don't think it is. Usually, I I think uh, you're right. Your instincts are right. Uh, rebels means yeah, people out of control or something. You know, they're not working in an orderly fashion or they're doing things against the, the flow of what's expected but uh doesn't never saw them the, the evil no or the bad never no well, that's good especially how you look at cowboys and indians <laughs> you know well yeah yeah i mean yeah the I mean, the whole... and bank robbers well i mean bonnie and clyde were the rebellion but they were pretty horrible 
I wouldn't have wanted to have met them in real life because I don't think I would have survived. I think, but the the film was it Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty, and they were this glamorized sort of anti-establishment couple. Um, and again, I suppose Star Wars is a sort of Luke Skywalker was anti-establishment in the sense, but then if you're being if the dictatorship is pushing you down, then you want the rebels to uh, to succeed. I don't think I don't think anyone particularly. I think everyone likes order rather than chaos. But ultimately, chaos is the end result of you know too much order, really. So I think uh, it's you know it's a light and dark issue, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to stop um, likening our reality on the planet Earth to Star Wars because I don't think I can continue doing that because I don't even know no, who they are. They um, might come along and take you away and put you in another establishment and that would yeah. be it for a while I think. That would be it. Yeah. Um but there's I mentioned it because that's where my my earliest memory of rebellion. Um and then as as we go through school I, I suppose teenage years are your more formative ones when you're picking all this stuff up. Um a lot of it came from music after that. Was were there any can are there any that stand out for you, Mark, that you can think that suddenly spring to mind of artists? Yeah, I mean, for me, music was the uh, the breakouts uh, for sure, and I think it sort of come, you know, it sort of comes across your consciousness at some point, and when it does, that you're either you know that way inclined or you're not, and obviously I was deeply. So for me, music was a real form of rebellion in the sense that it was um, an escape for me, a huge escape. One from the kind of the rules, regulations, the strict behaviours and you know, expectations at home, at school. Uh, so music for me was really another another world. And I remember having a friend who had a band when I was about hmm, 15 and highly impressionable, you know, about this, these sort of things. And uh, his, I quite fancied his sister. <laughs> and so I think I was invited over for tea, you know, and the band were upstairs and so we were chit-chatting and then we'd go and watch them rehearse. And then the strangest thing happened, really the most bizarre thing happened. Lots of these stories, actually. Um, they were all playing, and the lead singer's girlfriend was there, and she was oh, fantastic. I mean, Barbarella or something, some type, really gorgeous and, and very kind of um, out-of-this-world type kind of personality. And I was just fascinated and sort of totally into her, so to speak. And I was just, you know really kind of the music and the girl and all of this is also the, my head was down, I didn't know where it was. Anyway, they invited me and the sister to go and watch them play. And I think it was out of town, somewhere like a long way away. So we had to, you know, meet at their place. So I kind of blatantly lied to my parents and saying I was going over to friends. And of course what we did was we all snuck off to, I think it was even Reading or somewhere miles away, to watch this band play and 
got off with his girlfriend. It was the most amazing experience. It was like one of those things that was just, yeah, fabulous. And I couldn't get it out of my head for days after that. I don't know how I made it back, but I did. <laughs> and and then going at 16 to punk bands in Digbeth in Birmingham, where it was like, you know, the dodgiest part of the city, seeing Sham 69 and the Skids and God knows, the Damned, all these bands. Um, yeah, so that was the beginning of me experimenting with music and all the escapism that went with it. Yeah, what about you, Zach? Yeah, like the escapism is the thing, isn't it? I loved when I was, uh, well, it must be the early 80s, the New Romantics. I was a huge fan of Adam and the Ants. Um, never crossed my mind that he was these were guys in makeup. I just thought this was normal. Um, so I wanted to look like that as well. And I would I would experiment with makeup. Um, but, you know, songs like Prince Charming and the Dandy Highwayman, all that sort of stuff. Um, I, I wanted that to be real. And I, I wanted to be a highwayman when I was older, not knowing that of course, it's a criminal thing to do. I thought <laughs> it's just a nice romantic thing to do. Well, I guess if you'd be walking down the high street called Dandy the Highwayman, you probably would also be in an institution for quite a long time. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, you wouldn't see me for a while. But uh, all that sort of stuff. And that led on, I think, liking that sort of thing led on to Prince. I, in my later teenage years at school, I was a huge fan of Prince. But I was one of the few in our school. We were just this little town comprehensive. Tunbridge Wells is never a particularly exciting place at the best of times. Quite a conservative town. So to be a Prince fan, when um, who, of course, was in his high heel stage and... Um, you know, all sorts of other other strange get-ups. It was uh, another strange thing to do. So I kind of thought I've always felt that I was um, not quite... Everyone else was a Bross fan or um, those sorts of, you know, rubbish. But, yeah. Brotherhood Beyond or something. <laughs> that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, it was all... You know, if, if ever anything got into the top five, I'd generally go against it because I didn't... Um, it didn't tick tick my boxes, but sort those sorts of musical elements and and funk is quite a um, well and jazz. It's quite a rebellious sound, much like punk as well. They're quite rebellious sounds. I mean, jazz has become a bit more mainstream, but in its early days, it was it was very rebellious. Yeah, yeah. I but I think I think I think that's where we probably come together in the sense that you. I, I mean, you was you're a big film. And I mean, as we all are, I guess. And you started off talking about Star Wars. Yeah. But music, I think, for me, was has has provided me with so many adventures. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to lift them all off, but um, I remember at 16 or 17, my cousin was going out with the sister of Duran Duran's management team. So we used to go to a nightclub in Birmingham called the Rum Runner, which basically hosted all bands that were playing in the city. Duran Duran started off playing there and the owners were joining Duran's management team. We went uh, to their parties. I met Boy George in the toilets, which was quite an experience that uh, yeah. shot me at the age of 16. I have to say I was in and out, not literally, so to speak, but in and out of the toilet very quickly. Um, when he arrived, I was like, that's it for me. I think I'm yeah. moving on. I was really that talking about 
being a rebel, I seriously, I mean, I was like, uh, I think Boris Johnson, you know, in terms of conservatism versus Boy George at that point, yeah. I don't think I could even imagine. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, oh, some, yeah, just met bands and things. It, it just became the escape hatch, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but when, when we look at the podcasts and the, and the ser- series and the various podcasts we put out there, I think the missing link always for me, and I think possibly for you too, um, and a bit about listeners out there, but it's the doing versus being in your head. And hmm. I think the music provided the platform or the environment or the, yeah, I suppose, or the, or, or the space that gave me that escape hatch and the creativity and, and the thoughts and lifting me up and all kinds of things. Yeah. But the missing link was I never had the confidence to to do it, which is still, you know, at this stage in my life, I am. But then was the time, you know, and it was just, you were living in this kind of fantasy world. Um, and I think it was enhanced even further for me when I actually met or saw bands, just thinking, you're just watching this, but you could be doing you know, I'm not saying you'd be a big, you know, rock star or something, but you could have been involved in the enjoyment and, and you know, and somehow yeah. I just sort of pushed it into my head. And now that was, I suppose, my big, kind of like, I suppose you can't regret in life, but I suppose that looking back, if I, if I was given the magic blue pill and said, you know, go back again and have another thing, that's for sure what I would, yeah. I would be yeah it it's we're not um encouraged to follow our dreams in a way that's is following up the the path well trodden but and when you look at pop stars rock stars or even hollywood actors uh they they seem so untouchable they're up they're up there and it's a long way to to go but you know as you as you've said it um they all started i mean i've watched the documentary george michael and wham on netflix mm-hmm. and how they started just two kids at school writing songs and when wham took up went huge they they were like this is crazy why is this happening to us but you go and, along uh, yeah and, that, and even more so when you look at george mike at the age of 15 he was like this blobby lippy yeah, yeah. nothing character um that was driven by the other one really yeah um but yeah i mean they lived in their heads but in the end, the other one made it become a real thing. Yeah. And I suppose I didn't have the other one yeah. when I was that age to sort of say, I'll stop messing around, let's just do it, you know. Yeah. Um, but but as you start and going back to your point, this business of being a, a performer is a rebel, is an outsider, is somebody that does what they feel um, and they express themselves as insane or as crazy as it seemed at the time. Mm. And these are the, the the rebels. These are the people that do and follow through. Um, but I did a lot. I think in regard, it wasn't being necessarily rebellious. I think it's always been a case of like, get me out of this, you mm. know, situation. Therefore, I will do this to escape from the situation I'm in rather than 
I don't agree with this, mm. therefore I'm going to tell you what I think, <laughs> you know. And I think that's where the difference between, I suppose, an escape artist yeah. and a rebel, although they're both kind of similar, yeah. is is doing something. Um, yeah, doing it, following your passion or just following an idea and seeing where it goes. It can yeah. lead you to your passion, uh, to fight to your life purpose um which um kind of neatly ties us up to where we are now in our lives we've we've both made decisions that um we're following a different path to what we were following before um which i think the other thing the thing to mention that's important here is also and we talked about this we probably duplicated a lot of these things these thoughts because that's how we feel but uh is it kind of when you've met people who are interested in entertainment, you know, this is the world of escape and expression, right? And the people who are young, these are the ones who get it right. They're the ones, you know, the ones instead of saying, I want a job or I need, need to do something. At that age in life, it doesn't matter. Mm. And if you're actually saying, right, well, I'll go and work at weekends or... Um, after school or whatever it is and do three things to learn to experience to just to be around that environment um and it evolves by the time they're at their age they would have found themselves within that matrix of entertainment in some shape or form um of course there are certain people that end up being you know execs or producers or something and it's not really what they wanted to do but they are connected nonetheless to that type of world yeah um and i think that's yeah i mean that's the compromise i suppose for some yeah. people is that they're connected uh, like in a venn diagram they're somehow connected yeah. to it but they're not really creating something yeah they're just part of that process that's very true um and uh, a, a nice way to end this week's program so um tell us what you think dear listener and um send us some comments we you can find us on facebook at um hip not to be square which i'll stick up on the um uh in the post, when we post <laughs> right, these things up. <laughs> where else am i going to stick it yeah we should have a little placard i can put up um which would would not help any podcast listeners um and um, or you can find our YouTube channel as well. Mark and Zach are out, I think is what it is. But it's all linked in the various posts that are sent out as well. Um, uh, did you put it in the mail, snail mail? The mail, yeah. Yeah, although I, I've been trying to post something for the last two days and the post office, every time I go, it's shut. So I, I saw that actually. I might that? just you drive it myself. You've got to look out on uh, social media for Zach's ranting at the post office. That was yeah. very good. Always close. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. Any final thoughts, Mark? Um, not well. Keep on listening. Join us. I mean, we've got a project we're working on, which we're just sort of about to, mm, I think, get close to announcing sooner or later. But no, I think uh, the, the moral of the tale is to is to follow your instincts i think that's always been the message um but maybe even listening to some of the music that you used to like growing up 
and reconnecting with that again will bring you back closer to your true nature. Yeah, absolutely. It does work. I certainly did it as well. So thank you for listening and we will see you next time for another exciting episode. Good night all. Goodbye. Hasta la vista. See you next week. Take care.